Hi guys, and welcome back to Spooky Stories. I'm your host, Will Norick. Today we are investigating an unsolved murder that happened over 60 years ago. The story begins back in 1957 near a town by Philadelphia, where a young man spotted a body while checking his muskrat traps in a rural area. Knowing that these traps were illegal, he did not report the body in fear of getting caught. Two days later, on February 25, 1957, an anxious college student came across the body in a box. Inside was a boy, about four to six years old, wrapped in a blanket. The boy looked malnourished but had recently trimmed nails and had, and his skin was wrinkled near his hand and He was worried about being accused of the murder at first, but did call the cops to report the body. The body had been in the woods for three days to two weeks in cold weather. The investigators could not give an exact time of death because they didn't know exactly due to the cold weather. They even asked doctors if they had ever seen the boy, but no one did. It seemed like this boy had no paper trail to his name. No one knew who this kid was, so immediately they began spreading the word about the death to see if anyone would claim this boy as theirs. The police sent out over 400,000 flyers with the boy's face on it. Visitors from 10 different states came in person to see if they knew the boy, but no one did. They even dressed him up in real clothes to make him look more lifelike for people to remember, but it did not work. The police took fingerprints and ran it through medical records and databases, but none of them matched with his. They even asked the doctor if they had ever seen the boy. There were some clues left at the crime scene that could help. Starting with his body, his wrinkly skin implied that he was submerged in water before or after his death. The box the boy was found in had a serial number on the side that was tracked back to a J.C. Penney store about 15 miles away from the scene. The box was used to sell a bassinet. The police looked into who bought bassinets in the area, but there were only 12 sold, all being bought with cash, so it led to no records. Next is the blanket. They traced it back to the manufacturer, but it didn't go anywhere because so many of the same blankets were sold that so many people would have the same blanket. They were really hoping someone would come forward to at least give a name for who this boy is, but no one did. A couple leads came up about the boy from people who were trying to theorize what happened. The first was from a man from Pennsylvania who said that he rented a house from a man claiming to have sold his own son. They compared pictures of the potential father and brother and saw many similarities in their facial structures, meaning it would warrant further testing. A DNA sample was taken from the potential brother, but the cops did not say they would compare the DNA to the boy in the box's DNA. They only said they would, quote, investigate further, unquote. This did not lead to anyone, but was a concerning claim. The second was from a medical examiner who has been following the case for 36 years. He spent a lot of his time and money trying to figure out who this boy is. He believed that the boy died accidentally. His freshly cut hair and trimmed nails implied that he was very well taken care of. He thought the boy died accidentally 
and the family was worried about being charged with the murder, so they hid him in a box. He went to a psychic that tipped him off to a foster home where the boy could have at their 1961 estate sale, there was a bassinet that he believed to be what was in the box the boy was found in. He then began to believe the boy was an illegitimate son of the foster parent's daughter, who then abandoned him in fear of people knowing that she was a single mother. Soon after this discovery, the medical examiner died and a Philadelphia detective picked up where he left off. He interviewed the two foster parents, but said that their son had died in an unfortunate accident earlier, but it wasn't the same accident. Their son died from an electrocution from a coin ride outside of a store. Not the same as the boy in the box, so this theory did not lead anywhere. The third theory is from a woman named Martha. She was a psychiatric patient who insisted on talking to the police about this case. She claims that as a child, she remembers going with her mom to a random house and seeing her hand over an envelope for a boy. Martha said that she was sexually abused by her mother and the mother wanted to do the same with the boy. She said that the mother beat the boy to death after struggling with him in the bath, then took Martha and the boy to Philadelphia to abandon the boy. She talked to the investigators and they all were convinced by her story. Even after, even after that theory, they could not confirm that it was the same boy in her story as the one found in the box. To this day, the boy's identity still remains a mystery. His grave is marked America's Unknown Child at the Ivy Hills Cemetery in Philadelphia. Everyone was surprised how no one came forward to claim the boy, but until someone does, this case is going to remain unsolved. Thanks for listening. My name is Will Norick, and make sure to come back in the future for more bone-chilling stories.